Hey everyone, welcome to the OFD Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Bowles, Site Manager, Emperor, Supreme Warlord, and Defender of the Faith over at OneFootDown.com on the Inspiration Network. And it's just me again tonight. Uh, figured, uh, figured I'd somehow squeeze in just a few minutes uh, after round one. And that was a, uh, I don't want to say a disaster, but uh, it certainly wasn't anything we were expecting after round one. I would be remiss if I didn't uh, come on here real quick and, and give you some positive, uh, fun stuff uh, from rounds two and three. Notre Dame had a huge night, um, and it, it really was. I mean, they can really pat themselves on the back for, um, you know, for producing this, this fantastic night. Notre Dame ended up uh, with, you know, no picks in the first round, but still ended up with five picks in the top 100. Uh, and that stretched from pick number 42 uh, to pick number 95. Um, so let's, uh, let, let's start, let's start from the beginning. Uh, and what we do, we do need to start with the first round. And that was that we were expecting Jeremiah Wusu Karamoa uh, to go in the first round, you know, whether it was Vegas or Washington uh, or, or sometime somewhere between, you know, 16, 17 and like 25. That obviously didn't happen. So he's on the top of everyone's boards as best player available, best player available. And that's fantastic. Uh, so we're, we're expecting him to go pretty quickly in the second round. That is, didn't uh, exactly happen. <laughs> so what did happen was uh, Notre Dame's first player uh, named was offensive tackle Link, Liam Eikenberg, and he went uh, with pick number 42 to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, kind of a little bit of a surprise. Uh, surprise in the way that, you know, you're just you're expecting Wu to be the first one called. Uh, but it started, I mean, it really started dipping down uh, into those picks. And... You know, uh, I mean, Liam Eikenberg is a guy who I have been tooting his horn for for quite a long time here, saying this is a first round guy. It's a first round guy. Whether you put him at right tackle or you, hell, even if you move him inside to the guard, uh, this is a first round type of a talent. So Miami got a really good, I uh, got kind of a steal there themselves. Uh, so then, just uh, six picks later. The NFL comes calling again for offensive line, not for Wu. We are we're still waiting on Wu. Uh, this time, the San Francisco 49ers take uh, Aaron Banks, offensive guard Aaron Banks. They're going to send him out to the Bay Area. He hooks up with uh, Mike McGlinchey, former Irish great. And, hey, another good pick. The guy, the guy is a road grader as a run blocker. I think he is undervalued uh, in pass blocking, and, and I think his athleticism is undervalued. Uh, I think that's the thing they pick on him the most about. Uh, but for being a, a guy his size, I think he moves around pretty well. Uh, if you go and watch the film, I, I I don't see, you know, like like huge red flags. Um, you know, he did have you know foot injury earlier early in his career, and that kind of you know when you're that big, it takes a minute. Uh, so we're rolling, we're rolling 42. We're, we're, we're off to the races, man. We got, we got some guys on the, on the board. We're starting to feel good about ourselves, but we're like, still like, where in the hell is Jeremiah Usukormoa going to go? So it wasn't very long after Banks 
that we've get, got our got our answer. And it was the Cleveland Browns, the up and coming Cleveland Browns, getting the absolute steal of the draft in Jeremiah Wusukormoa, picking him at number fifty-two overall. Um, you know what? <laughs> it was a, a pretty crazy ride, I, and no one can really explain. You know how and why. Um, you know Jeremiah Wusukormoa dropped uh, where he did. Now, Matt Miller uh, went, went to Twitter and tried to answer it. He said he reached out to a few scouts. Here are the replies. Scheme fit is really hard. No linebacker coaches at his pro day. He's 214 pounds. Mental lapses, not fast. Tape is fun. Doesn't translate. None of I, I'm not sure what they're watching, but it is, it does not make sense. Uh, scheme fit is really hard. You know what? If you can't find a fucking scheme, and I'm not the only everyone's saying this. If, if you can't make find room in your scheme for woo, then you're an idiot. No linebacker coaches at his pro day. I'm not sure what that means. Like his linebacker coach became the head coach at Vanderbilt. So yeah, he wasn't there. He was at Vanderbilt. I I don't know how that could be a knock. I don't know how they don't know that, right? They're supposed to like know everything, right? They don't don't know shit. Two fourteen. I'm pretty sure he clocked in at two at two twenty one. I think two fourteen was his fall weight. Uh, his pro day was around two twenty one. Mental lapse is not fast. This just that just screams this guy. I didn't watch the tape. I didn't watch tape. Go watch Jeremiah. <laughs> This screams, I'm an idiot. I didn't watch the tape. I didn't see, uh, you know, I didn't see Wusu Koromoa blow up plays left and right. Uh, and then tape is fun. Doesn't translate. Really? Wrecking shit up doesn't translate to the NFL? I mean, that's my biggest beef with the NFL is that they just, they absolutely take forever to evolve. Uh, and, you know, I'm not going to get into it too much. And I'm going to stop there. I'm just, I'm not going to bitch about it anymore. I'm just going to sit back and, and be happy. Um, I'm really happy for, for Wusu Koromoa. The Browns is an up and coming team. You know, that's a, that's a good spot for him. And um, yeah, I, I'm just saying, I'm really, really happy for him getting this, sh- you know, getting this shot. Uh, and there's going to have to be a massive chip on his shoulder. And I would hate to be the, the guys that he's tackling, uh, because you know, deep down, he's wondering what the fuck. Uh, so, uh, and then uh, moving on, I mean, Notre Dame had five guys drafted drafted uh, tonight. So, uh, next guy up, Tommy Tremble. Uh, we we kind of figured he was going to the third round. Uh, he went in the eighty third selection overall and went to the Carolina Panthers. Um, he seems like a Matt Rule kind of a guy. I mean, Matt Rule's kind of like one of those. Uh, I don't want to say throwbacks. You know, but he's a tough and gritty guy, and Tommy Tremble is a tough and gritty cat, man. I mean, this is a guy who's a who's a receiving tight end, but plays fullback. And yes, his pass catching abilities are were the biggest question marks going into this draft. Uh, but they're also, I think, it's the thing that he can fix the easiest. Like you can't teach a guy to be, uh, you know, just tough as a you know, just tough as shit, but you can help a guy catch a ball. I mean, so 
I, I think the the upside for Tommy Tremble is tremendous. I mean, a lot a lot of people had him ranked a lot higher. Um, so Carolina getting him good spot. I, <laughs> you know, Carolina is also the home now to to former USC Trojan Sam Darnold, and uh, so <laughs> I, I you know. Trojans throwing balls. Uh, uh, anyways, anyways, there was a joke in there uh, uh, that was much better played on Twitter than uh, on a podcast, apparently. Um, uh, but we're not done. Uh, and I had I, I had suspected that that uh, that Robert Hainsey was going to end up getting drafted um, in these in these first couple rounds, and I was right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people had him kind of pegged, you know, ranking wise, but you know, you, you never really do know, you know, who falls in love with who towards the end there. Uh, and with Hainsey, you know, playing, you know, his whole career at right tackle and then senior bowl, he goes down there and they, and they move him inside and they, they do some work at center. I, I thought it was a huge upside for him. Like it, I think that improved his draft stock tremendously uh, to be able to show how versatile he is. Uh, and so then the, the reigning world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, took him at pick number 95. And that's exactly what they're going to be looking for. I mean, a guy that I think that, you know, you put him inside a guard. Um, maybe he is a, a center in the long run. Maybe, you know, Haynes did do work in fall camp at center. So the, and he did, and also did it down at the senior bowl. So this is something that, you know, he's working towards and, and showing. Um, and if you guys remember, you know, Robert Haynes, even though he's a Pittsburgh native, finished up his high school playing career down in Bradenton uh, at IMG. So familiar with the area, uh, it, you know, it's a good fit for him. So again, you know, five guys overall, and really the story for Notre Dame, not, it's not just the five guys in the, in the first hundred picks, which is, you know, really, really, really good. It's, just kind of the fact of like, look at these this the offensive line. I mean, this is O line U, right? Now here's a here's a great stat, and this came from Jason Starrett uh, on Twitter. He's the um, uh, he's a college football editor over on the Athletic. He says Notre Dame now has now has three O linemen selected in the 2021 NFL Draft: Eichenberg, Banks, and Hainsey. The 2021 Irish are the first school to produce three linemen taken within the first three rounds of a single draft since 2001 Michigan. So it's been nine, it's been 20 years since that's happened. Before Michigan in that tw- 2001 NFL draft, it hadn't been done since Penn State in 1982. This is rarefied air. Rarefied air. Uh, so, you know, congratulations to, you know, to Banks, to Hainsey, to Eichenberg, uh, to Jeff Quinn, uh, you know, and... Kramer and Patterson as well. I mean, this that group uh, to this this program to this consistency that Notre Dame's had, you know, over the years uh, along the offensive line. It's it's just it's really been uh, it's really been tremendous. Uh, you know, just some other things. You know, just NFL draft picks through three rounds. Uh, Notre Dame had you know with those five, Notre Dame is only one below the entire Big Twelve conference. Think about that for a minute. That's that's pretty impressive. Um, over the last eight drafts, Notre Dame Notre Dame has put nine offensive linemen uh, 
has had nine offensive linemen selected in the top 100 in those last eight drafts. That's huge. And that's, that's <laughs> I mean, this just screams like offensive line factory. That's not a bad thing. I, I know it's not as sexy as, as the wide receivers and all that, but, you know, this is what we're supposed to be able to do well, and we're doing it well. They're getting the guys. They're developing the guys. They're putting them in the league. This is what you're supposed to do. And just overall, the most top 100 picks of the past 10 years in the draft. Notre Dame's sitting at, what, fifth in the country? Yeah, Alabama with 59, Ohio State with 46, LSU with 41. Oh, tied for fourth. Excuse me. Notre Dame and Clemson both have 28. So you're, you know, I it's the adage of are you the, the worst best team or the best good team kind of a thing. You're sitting there at fourth, tied for fourth with Clemson for the most top 100 picks for the ten, last 10 years. You talk about recruiting. Everyone talks about recruiting. Like, why can't you, why can't you recruit this? Why can't this? Eventually that ends up with what kind of talent do you have? And they seem to be putting really good talent into the league. Yes. Alabama's got you more than doubled. It is Alabama. I do not know what to say to that. There is You are not going to duplicate, replicate uh, anything that the Crimson Tide is doing. Stop comparing Notre Dame to Alabama. I, I realize if that's what, you know, national titles and all that, okay, whatever. But if you want to compare them stat-wise for what they're putting in the league and, and what the, how many five-stars they're getting recruiting, you're never going to be happy. You, you, <laughs> it's never going to be a good. It's never going to end up on the good side uh, for Notre Dame, really, uh, unless you start knocking down specifics like we were doing with this uh, three offensive linemen drafted in the first hundred picks. It's just stop doing it. Uh, but sitting back and looking at that, be impressed. Hey, by the way, these first hundred picks, one USC guy took one. And it was uh, the lineman going to the Jets in the first round. It, it, it was an impressive night for Notre Dame. After somewhat of an embarrassment on Thursday night, I mean, because it, I mean, it was a little embarrassing. You're expecting a guy to get drafted in the middle of the first round, and that doesn't go. That's, that's a little embarrassing, and it's a little disheartening <clears throat> to have that happen. And then, boom, you own Friday night. That's impressive. And that's fantastic. That's great. Uh, so, really good night for Notre Dame. Not going to keep talking uh, talking your ears off here. Uh, but I, I will like to, I do want to say, they're not done yet. This is a, the draft overall, like how many draft picks do you have? Uh, they really could be looking at a, a, one of the bigger totals in Brian Kelly era, maybe the most ever in Brian Kelly era. So, you know, we're going to Ian Book, Ade Ogundeji, Tommy Kramer, Brock Wright, Ben Skoranek, Dalen Hayes, Sean Crawford, Nick McLeod, and Javon McKinley. Now, all those guys are going to get drafted. So I think, I think nine, I think nine is what, is what I have been saying for, for a while. So four guys tomorrow in the next three rounds, you know, can it happen? Ian Book's probably going to get drafted. Adeogandeji's probably going to get drafted. Dalen Hayes, I'm going to say he's going to get drafted. That's three. You know, someone pull a trigger on Tommy Kramer and Brock Wright? I think someone does. 
Uh, and that would make it five. Uh, but I don't know. So I'm, I'm not going to get too in there. I haven't really been into the whole projecting prediction thing. Um, do not hold what I say to that with anything. Okay. It's just, it's just me talking shit mostly. Uh, but we're having fun with it. Um, so yeah, so I think that's it, man. I just, I wanted to, I wanted to give you something happy to listen to. So today is the, the blue gold game. We're going to watch a, a glorified scrimmage and, and have some fun with that. And while that's going on, the draft is going on. So lots of, lots of stuff going on on the site. So check that out. Uh, just a reminder to get over to Apple podcasts, leave a rating, leave a review. Um, but you know, this is a big day. Still Saturday, blue gold game, lots of stuff going on in these rounds and it's just fun. It's just fun. So hopefully this, uh, these, you know, 20 minutes or, or less or whatever, Maybe you needed to go out and do, you know, run a few errands uh, before you sat your ass uh, in front of your Peacock streaming service uh, and then whatever NFL draft uh, <laughs> network that you're watching uh, to kind of round about your Saturday. Uh, hopefully that helped. But anyways, good night, and it was a good night. So thanks again, and as always, go Irish.